welcome back, everybody. It's time to meet our community, the Hispanic business community here in Orange County. Powered by the Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce and Orange County's only community radio station, OC Talk Radio. Streaming live from our studios here at the University of California, Irvine's Beal Applied Innovation Center. With the man, he's always streaming something somewhere, John Gutierrez. Hello, everybody. Welcome to our community podcast show powered by the Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, where our community is your community. I'm your host, Mr. John Gutierrez here, Senior Vice President at the Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. We have another special guest today, uh, a dear friend, a community leader. I like to call him a community hero. 25 years in the optics business, uh, owner of the eyeglass store of OC, along with his wife, Valerie, who are the founders, uh, a family-owned business. They also donate thousands of pairs of glasses uh, every year. Um, and throughout the many years, they also do a really cool thing in the community where both himself and his wife uh, dress up as Santa Claus and Miss Claus, and they do so much for the kids in the community. Let's welcome Mr. Victor Vasquez. Good afternoon. Hello, everybody. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for being here, Victor. Hopefully, I can share something that brings uh, joy to your day. Yes, yes. And just relax. Don't feel the pressure. <laughs> I'm, I'm good. A little nervous. Every time you get behind a camera, I'm like... Uh, You're good. There's only two cameras looking at you. <laughs> I know. I, I saw myself in yours, and I, I, I do want to say I'm actually not that heavy. I, I, it adds 10 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you guys know Victor, uh, he's definitely into fitness, right, Victor? Uh, I, you know, since a kid, yeah, I, since 15 years old, I was uh, always got into weight training. And I enjoy lifting. I always had a home gym, uh, competed amateur, and uh, done triathlon com- competitions. I mean, I, yeah. And you train uh, people currently um, in your gym? Um, I I don't anymore. I did during COVID. I, I like I said, I always have had a home gym, but uh, during COVID, I went crazy. I think as many many people did with their home gym community. Yes. And uh, I I have a full gym at home, three power racks, full sets thousand pounds i mean it's just insane uh but i don't I call it, it a home gym i just call it a gym it's a gym it's yeah. nice but I, I put it together for my wife and her friends um uh who, who've been here before uh yes. rosie maria and uh, yeah. uh paula yes you've had yeah. all three that's right yeah and that's so right. they, they, they used to come over and work out and um uh yeah from there it just kind of took off into a whole nother thing so during covid yes i took on personal clients that i trained yes and you and, have a name for it right what do you call the team <laughs> I call it the three-step dance studio. Okay. Um, there is absolutely no dancing going on there. <laughs> if I, I'll briefly, because a lot of people have asked me this. And this is really they think it's a Zumba? <laughs> well, I've always got people messaging me, man, what kind of dancing do you guys do there? We, we do no dancing. Uh, it's a workout studio, but the name came because uh, my son in the eighth grade, Okay. he had a... Uh, and you guys got to be from the 80s to get this. Okay. Uh, he, he had asked me, he told me he was going to a, a dance, an eighth grade dance, and he didn't know how to dance. He needed a little help. And so I, I told him, like any dad would, yes. you know, son, I, you're so fortunate because your father is the creator of the three-step dance move. <laughs> and um, I, I went on and uh, to tell him it's a three-step dance move, just one, two, 
three. One, two, two three. three. Just kind of move forward and backwards. If you're not watching, folks, and you're listening, <laughs> he's basically doing like the cumbia or the cha-cha-cha, yeah. one, two, three, forward, one, two, three, back, right? Yeah, and I told him, son, this is a three-step dance move I invented, I created, <laughs> and it goes with any genre of music. If you want rap, if you want disco, you just either increase the pace, downplay it a little bit, whichever you want, you know, but it's just one, two, three, one, two, three. And and my son, like he he was like learning. He was he got watching. it, huh? That's good. And the next day he comes home and he's like, Dad, the 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 dance was awesome. My friends and I, we we were all doing a three step dance move, and That's I awesome. was laughing because it was just something I made up the night before. <laughs> it was no truth to it. It was you know. I gotta but, I gotta use that one with my son Jonathan. I gotta tell. I gotta use it. Man. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna steal it. <laughs> but it, it it reminded me of the or the reason I thought of it because we had just watched. Um, I think it's. Can't Buy Me Love. Okay. Uh, the old, great movie, by the way. Yeah, great movie. Yeah. Where um, the brother's trying to learn how to dance for the, 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 the school dance. Yes. And his brother accidentally switches the um, channel and he's learned some kind of a mating ritual dance instead yes. of a, the, the, the dance he was trying to learn. So anyways, that popped into my mind when my son asked me, well, so I, I w- just made that up. I will say, your you're, um, gym uh, from the workouts, from what I hear were nothing uh, close to being dancing. I mean, there was some some hardcore working out there. And yeah. and to your credit, during the pandemic, I will say that there's a lot of people you really impacted and helped because you created on Facebook a group, right? Uh, yeah, a couple of fr- um, uh, Myra Ruiz, uh, Knights Towing. Um, it's a uh, there's a accountability group on social media it grew up to i think right now a little over 300 people yeah on facebook but, they yeah, can go follow on facebook mm-hmm. and um uh we would put workouts together yes. uh for people to kind of learn at home yes uh we started uh this was back when you had started your own yeah i started loss journey yeah i started a journey of of trying to lose 40 pounds because i was diagnosed pre-diabetic during the pandemic yeah and I wanted to hit those 10,000 steps a day. And you and I started talking about that. So that's that. what we started. We started yeah. with that 10,000 steps a day challenge. Yes. And then we every month we had a new challenge, you know, 100 squats a day, whatever it was. Yes. And people started really participating. Um, yes. We started doing outings. Uh, you know, I, 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 I don't know if I can speak Spanish, but a mí me gusta la rebuende, so... <laughs> You know, we're out. That means he uh, yeah. he likes the the fun craziness. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm uh, I like the cheese the gossip. The, the you know, I like hanging out with people and just living and enjoying my my day, my life. You know, that we're blessed with every day, and and so we would get together. We had outings that we would uh, put on there. Uh, we would go do the Fullerton stairs, uh, three miles at the beach, and stuff like that. Um, that way, a lot of people from different areas would join us on Saturdays. Yes. And it was interesting. We had a lot of uh, people that lost, I mean, I think up to 70 pounds during That's that That's awesome. Uh, I have a good friend. I don't not think I'm at liberty to share who, but a great friend that went from not being able to run that one block to doing a half marathon. That's awesome. And I'm very proud of you. You know who you are. Yes, we know so. who he is. And keep it up. And, you know, Vic, I want to shift gears real quick and just really go into every time we have a guest we like to just learn about them i know you grew up in santana right um can you tell us a little bit about you as a person uh where you grew up and you know just we'll get into also the story of course of how you started the eyeglass store um Uh, but if you can share that with us please absolutely i i grew up in santana i grew up on townsend street anyone with uh an internet 
device can look that up. It's uh, probably definitely one of the toughest places in Santa Ana. Yes. Uh, I was there until probably about the age of eight. From there, I moved over to First and Flower, where most of my joyful youthful years next to santa high school next to santa yes, high school i know where that uh, is took yeah. place um yeah. but uh yeah i mean i was uh i always say i was your normal kid in santa Ana. yes but the more i share stories about my upbringing and the yeah. way i grew up in the 90s right uh, yeah late in, 80s in 80s right? 80s mm-hmm. yeah mid 80s and uh, 90s uh the more i find out it wasn't normal because exactly. we were all involved but in, we didn't know any different we didn't know any different. You know? That's what we grew up with exactly. in our neighborhood. It was what it was. And, yes. Um, we had mutual friends, which is kind of crazy. We later found out that that you were hanging with some of the same friends I was hanging with in well, Santa Well, we grew Ana. up about five, five, six blocks apart. Exactly. So, exactly. Yeah. But it's funny how it's a typical story, I guess, if you look at the way. Uh, I guess it depends on your perspective on it. But I don't want to get too much into my personal life, but you uh, got we grew up a few blocks apart. You went off to college and university, and I grew up in juvenile hall and jail. So it wow. was just so close, different upbringing, I think, uh, to some extent. But I think it's it's important people understand who you are as a man today is very different than who you are the man, who you were as a young man growing up. Obviously, you learned a lot of the how to work hard and the struggle, right? But but you've evolved into this great dad, great husband, uh, great businessman, philanthropist. You give a lot back to the community. And that's really where I, I want you to also share with us, how did you end up in the optics industry? Because you do so much. I mean, our nurses, a lot of them went to buy glasses from you. I've had family members go to you. Mm-hmm. How did you end up in this industry? And again, folks, we're... We're here with Victor Vasquez, 25 years in optics. The eyeglass store uh, of OC is his business, uh, owned by him, the founder, and his wife, Valerie. And they donate thousands of pairs of glasses every year. Share with us how you ended up in this industry and, of course, a member of our Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. We were just talking about this a few minutes ago. Um, and I and I say that I ended up in, um, in, in this industry uh, by divine intervention. Uh, my life at the time was definitely not where I wanted it to be, mm-hmm. um, but it was, um, I was, I guess, used to seeing, you know, mm-hmm. um, but uh, I, I did have a, a, a young lady who uh, approached me at uh, probably my toughest time. Mm-hmm. And I, again, divine intervention, because uh, the way her and I met was not in your most typical conversational way i was uh up you, to no good and and you were at a tough time in your life tough basically. time in my life and i just uh it was up to no good at the time and this woman approached me perfect stranger and um spoke to me uh handed me her card spoke to me of a optical program that was gonna start and she said she said i might be interested in in this program uh up until then i mean i was about 19 and i i never was a, a good student i i disliked school Mm-hmm. I always at war with my principals and teachers. I, I just wasn't student material, if you would, you know. Education wasn't a priority. Maybe, it was not right? a priority for me. But um, my uh, the way I was uh, growing up, growing up in, the, in my neighborhood, I, I didn't need school at the time. Is how I felt. I have a dream. I see everybody else making it the way they're making it, and, and I'm going to make it in the same way. Uh, but it was the same uh, aggression, I guess, and determination that. Uh, I, I mean, I took the card. I enrolled in classes and uh, 
this was back in 1995, graduated, and I've been a board-certified and licensed optician ever since, you know. Uh, but you I, took the initiative. I mean, let's be real here. If you don't take the initiative, if you don't say, I'm going to go to this, right, it never happens. Yeah, it's, uh, it, you know, the, the saying, I mean, you could lead a horse to water, but, you know, and, and I was offered an opportunity that I'm very uh, grateful you know, now, 25 plus years later, that I, I took advantage of it. I say divine intervention because, as I shared with you guys earlier, I kind of was at a, at a crossroads where I said, God, I mean, uh, at the time, I was never been a very prayful person. I grew up Catholic, as I think most of us in Santana do, mm-hmm. but I wasn't a very faithful person, very devout. And mm-hmm. uh, at the time, I was just kind of at my last, you know, yes. wits end that you would, whatever. I know you mentioned to me earlier you had like 69 cents in your pocket. It was yeah. a really tough time in your life. Yeah. You were you were struggling probably to eat, to live, to survive. Yeah. And so, I mean, to elaborate on that, I mean, if, if you don't mind, I don't mind. I, I've shared my story with many people. Um, I grew up in Santana. I, I, age of 12, I was in and out of juvenile hall. I, I went on from juvenile hall to county uh, and then state. I mean, I, I that, that was my my youth. Those were my teen years. So yeah, at the time I had uh, just gotten out of uh, of county, um, and I didn't know what to do with myself. I, I was not happy. I wasn't uh, kind of uh, you know at a loss in direction. And um, I again by divine intervention, I met this woman who I'm thankful that I took the the card. I, I took the initiative, and I went back to school. Something I never liked. I always hated. Did you ever run into this lady again? Do you know who uh, she is? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, she, yeah. I, I didn't, haven't kept in touch with her because I didn't feel like it was. I didn't feel at the time that our meeting was that important or yes. impactful. But what a blessing! It, it, yeah. Uh, years down the line, I spoke to some kids. Um, one of Roman Reina's groups. Yes. At uh, Saddleback High School, I spoke and uh, I shared my story with them. And this was a few years back, a couple years. And that's kind of when it hit me, like, oh my gosh, you know, back then, at the time that I was, what I was going through in my life, I, I, I remember saying, God, you got to help me. Yes. That's, and that's how I met this woman. It's amazing. The very next day, I met this woman, and I realized, wow, my prayer was answered, and I'm glad again I took that initiative. I, now I'm here. Um, and I notice you like to bless others now because you have a foundation. Yeah. Share with us about the foundation, if you may, please. Yeah. Well, growing up the way we did is uh, I've, I, I know what it's like when your parents have to struggle to get things for you. Uh, so we did uh, put together a nonprofit for something as simple as uh, the, your eyeglasses. You know, uh, you, your, yourself, and other friends of ours. Um, we're all involved in trying to give back to the community as much as we can. Yes. Uh, like you said, just to bless others, be a blessing for others. And um, we do have a, a visionary or nonprofit. Mm-hmm. Uh, through that, we donate uh, right now, on average, about 1,000 pairs of glasses every year. Uh, that's that's awesome. students. That's awesome. And elderly, uh, mm-hmm. people who cannot afford to, to low pay income, for them. Basically, low-income families, low-income kids, right? Yeah. Lo- lo- I don't even want to uh, bring the income because a lot of the times it's just, you know, you simply cannot afford it for whatever other reason yes your parents nowadays i mean you could be making a lot of money but most of it's going in bills and that's not really a priority exactly uh, i had uh for example financial hardship let's call it right i had my my daughter uh we work with the school teachers mostly Mm -hmm. nurses they refer the patient they know the students better than anyone 
Exactly. And if that student needs, um, you know, glasses and they see the student with the same clothes every day, they, they understand there's a problem. So they refer them to us. That's great. We do what we can. Free the, give them the free glasses. We are self-funded. And we do that with the support of our community. You know, if you guys come buy glasses from us, we take a percentage of that and we apply it to a lot of the stuff that we do. Not just the glasses, but... Um, For those of you just tuning in, Victor Vasquez is with us today, 25 years in optics, owner of the eyeglass store of OC. Him and his wife, Valerie, are the founders of this family-owned business, which donates a 1,000 pairs of glasses every year. This is the reason why, folks, you must support businesses like his, because in return, he's helping also donate to the community, to both the elderly and children that need um, glasses. And I think that's amazing, Victor, that you do that. Let's also talk about a little bit about, if you don't mind going into the whole, it's really cool. We notice you're growing out the beer. I know the show's only 30 minutes, so yeah. I have to jump into different different topics here that it's really cool. We almost put that photo on, on, on the flyer. Yeah. you know, but, but It's a great photo of you and your wife. You're dressed as Santa Claus. She's dressed as Mrs. Claus. Share with us uh, what that's about, how it all started, because I think it's great what you're doing with that. As a member of Santa Ana Kiwanis, uh, and support your local Santa Ana Kiwanis, kids need Kiwanis. That's right. Santa Ana Kiwanis every year during Christmas, during the holidays, they donate toys to schools, to special needs uh, students yes. in the district. And so um, a couple years back, it's been a few years now, I dressed up as Santa Claus and um, we went out with the club to give the toys out to kids. And I just saw how... It was a great experience. I mean, kids love the, the Santa Claus and all that stuff. But I had one incident where there was a young lady at, uh, I think it's Valley High School. She yanked my beard. But <laughs> every year she would have a letter for Santa, and I think she had a little crush on Santa. But it was so cute because she would always come to me. She would make me read the letter she wrote every year. And when she yanked my, or another student yanked my beard, and she kind of freaked out. And I said, you know what, man? Why do I wear this fake beard? I think... Oh, so you were wearing a fake beard at the time? Yeah, at the time okay. it was a fake beard. And I said, you know, I'm just going to grow one. I've never had facial hair. That's right. Up. Your photo on yeah. here doesn't have any facial yeah. hair and on the flyer. And I know it makes me look older. Side story, I, 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 there's many countless times when my wife and I will walk into a restaurant. Yes. And they'll tell my mom, my wife, go ahead and follow your dad. <laughs> you know? Because <laughs> <laughs> you look so much older. Because I look older. so much older than her. <laughs> and my wife is, uh, she's a Chinese descendant. So, yes. So she's Asian descendant and she's very, looks young. Yes. But um, anyways. Great jeans, uh, right? Great jeans. Yes. Yeah. Great she, skin, right? Great jeans. She has a, her great grandfather's uh, about 106 so yeah, youthful well, appearance as well. On that note of the of the when you dress up as Santa, I know Kiwanis does this yearly, right? Yes, and they've been doing it for many years, uh-huh. right? And um, they go to—is it like a Target, right? They have about a hundred kids, if I'm correct. Yes. So every year, mm-hmm. and, and we do uh, reach out to businesses or local people that want to sponsor kids. Every student from the district gets a uh, hundred dollars as for their shopping list. And then we uh, take volunteers who take them shopping at the Target in Santa Ana on Bristol and Alton. Yes. Uh, Target waives all taxes. That way kids can spend more uh, of the $100 bill on their shopping list. Or if you want to sponsor one of the kids, last year I believe there were 75 kids that were sponsored. Yes. But I will share something really quick with you is um, some of these kids that come into the Target. For example, my wife and I, we're bored at home and it's too hot these days. We'll go walk around Target just to waste time. (laughs) <laughs> and when you get a 10-year-old coming into Target saying, 
wow, I've never been to Target. You know, the rich people hang out over here. It's uh, <laughs> isn't it it's, crazy? It's how very humbling. Yes, and it's yes. an experience that you at least want to have, so that you, you just so yes. you can be grateful for what you have. But I mean, you want to you want to help them, man. Yeah, you want to help help them, and a lot of these kids come in. And, uh, I know one. They year appreciate I a, it. They really appreciate 100%. it. hundred percent. I yes. had one young lady that shopped her list for her mom, siblings. Nothing for her, but we insisted she get something for her. And what she bought was a pair of shoes. And what she was wearing was two sizes too small. So she had the heel tucked in. Wow. I mean, these were her shoes. And it's Christmas. It's cold. It's rainy. Yes. You know, so she wanted leather, um, those kind of Converse type shoes. Yes. Skater shoes, skateboarder mm-hmm. shoes. Mm-hmm. And so she got, ended up getting two pairs. But when she put those on. Well, her face. Kudos to Kiwanas for doing Absolutely, this every year, 100%. folks. Please support the Kiwanas in Santa Ana or in your local community. Also, of course, thank you, Victor, for doing that with your wife. How did you end up at the chamber? We only have a few minutes left, but how did you end up with us at the Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce? Um, I I had a over my old you know experience in optics. I've uh, had different locations. I also took a little break for a, a while, and um, when I came back to optics kind of having a hard time trying to figure out how to start everything again and uh, I came across a few posts from the chamber and I figured you know what last time it took me 15 years to bring up as much attention and build up my clients I got to think a little smarter I was uh, brought up to the chamber or brought into the chamber at one of your events mm-hmm. through the Life and Hope Foundation yes uh, at my foundation center was yeah it? at your foundation center yes uh, along with uh, Luis Mier and Carlos Muñiz. Yeah, yeah, we had like we used to have little events yeah. there, networking yeah. events. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, so we ended up uh, ended up there, and at the time I thought it was just networking, but um, when I learned more uh, and got more involved with the chamber, there's a lot more that the chamber can do for. If you are a business owner, reach out to your local chamber. Hispanic chamber is great. You guys work in conjunction with the SPDC together to yes. help businesses. Yes. Through different programs. I mean, I'm now a UCLA alumni. That's you know, awesome. Uh, through some of the programs we went through. That's awesome. And um, Good for you, Victor. So it, it, it's a lot of different things. The chamber is not just dinner events and chit-chats. It, it, it's a lot if you're serious about your business, get involved. Yes. Victor, I know it's gone by so fast. Um, yeah. You know, 30 minutes goes by so fast. Folks, again, we want to thank Victor Vasquez, uh, 25 years in the optics, owner of the Eyeglass Store of Orange County. Both his wife, uh, uh, Valerie, and Victor have founded this business. It's been how many years since you started it? It's been about 25 years. 25 years. So you can imagine, folks, how many pairs of glasses they have donated, thousands and thousands and thousands. Please support his business. Victor, thank you so much for being here. We really appreciate you and being on the show. Any final last words? No, just uh, like I said a minute ago, just, you know, if you guys want to learn more about how you can impact your community, everybody has a dream, everybody has a plan, and you just don't know how to where to start when it comes to taking action, reach out to the chamber. Uh, there's a lot of uh, mentors here that can provide you that first step. In sales, we always say the hardest door to get through is that your front door. Exactly. You know? And I mean, once you get out there and you start networking with business professionals, you'll be glad you did it today. 
Thank you, Victor. And and on that note, folks, in order to get in a hold of us or get in contact with us, go to OCHCC.com or go to our Instagram, which is just simply OCHCC. Or you could also go to our Facebook page, Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. We do have our golf tournament coming up August 30th. So uh, we're almost sold out. If you want to be a part of that, reach out to us. Thank you, Victor, for being here. We really appreciate all you do in the community. Shout out to your wife and to your kids. Uh, and continue all su- success, brother. I appreciate it. And nothing could be possible without the support of our patients, our customers, and the chamber. All right, Victor. All right, folks. Here you have it. Uh, our community podcast show powered by the Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, where our community is your community. Paul, take it away. See you all next week. Well, there you have it. Some moving examples of how you can get moving in your business. Powered by the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. Right here on Meet Our Community. Streaming live from our studios here at the University of California, Irvine's Beale Applied Innovation Center.